0: and how to leave a mark in this world after breaking through your next achievement. You are moments away from the aha you've been seeking.
1: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Stop Talking, Take Action, Get Results. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis, and today we have a great guest with us that I wanted to bring on. You know, as we've talked about over the last four or five months, is that success isn't just about a tactical approach to everything, but it's also the mindset. And so if we can combine those two, then we are extremely lethal, right, in a very positive way in being able to be as successful as we want to be, whatever that means for you, whether that's a monetary success or whether it's having that lifestyle that you've always dreamed of. But today, I have a great guest with me who I just can't wait for her to share. First of all, we hit it off on, we were both, I guess we would call it panelists on a radio show and a live Facebook feed as well. And um, we just kind of hit it off and I said, gosh, you have to be on the show. So I first want to thank everybody for listening in. I want to remind you to please write us a review. Now, listen, if you're listening on your iPhone and you don't know how to write a review, you just scroll down all the way to the bottom and it says, write a review. And you can pop right in there and just write a quick, quick review. That means the world to me. So if you can do that, I'd appreciate it. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're someone who's been here for a while, thank you for your continued support. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to Kira Polson. She is the mother of five amazing kids, which if you're listening, you might want to consider watching the video because she doesn't look like she has five children, for God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I love it. She's an inspirational speaker and loves to share her message about hope and light with those around her. She's an intuitive energetic healer and the creator of the awaken program which we're going to talk about here today and she's also the host of the podcast called the awaken podcast show um recently she or she her first book is the hidden gifts with the trauma of sexual abuse and then she's in the middle of writing her second book which is Warriors of Light Stories of Hope and Healing so we'll obviously have the links to her current book and then I guess Kira, well, I, let me first formally introduce you. <laughs> right. uh, she spent the last 17 years in the world of healing, and her message is really about wakening up healing and coming out of, I'm going to say, the hole that you're in with your limiting beliefs that are holding you back from really getting to where you want to go in your life and in your business. Now, one of the things that I picked up on, That she does is she likes to dance. So I can't wait to ask about that here in just a moment. So without further ado, Kira, welcome to our show and thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today.
2: Of course. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
1: That's awesome. I can't wait. So now, when is your your second book going to come out? So people can be looking for that and we can later add that link into our show notes.
2: So my second book, it's still, it's really in incubation. Like it's really being created right now. It's going to have 33 stories of survivors of sexual abuse, stories of hope and healing. So it's going to be, how did people actually overcome the trauma and how has their life benefited after they've healed? So, or they've done their healing work. I don't know if anyone's ever fully healed, but has moved in the room of healing. So that one, I would say it's going to be at least another six months, maybe eight. But I currently am working on my third book, which is called Rise Up and Awaken, A Guide to Creating a Sacred Space. And that's about helping women nourish all day long their soul.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait. That sounds like a soup for the soul, like a daily reading. Yes. Um, I love that. Yeah, I love that. How exciting. All right. Well, good. Well, we're happy to have you. And before we get started into any formal stuff... um, I do want to ask you about dancing. So tell me about your dancing. What do you like to do?
2: That's fun that you asked. I just grew up being a very, very strict ballerina. So I, I studied mm-hmm. ballet my whole life, you know, six hours a day. I moved into contemporary. I ended up in Chicago wanting to become professional. It, it's just a deep piece of my soul. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now I just dance in my kitchen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to check Facebook because I posted a,
1: a picture. It was uh, grandma's and grandpa's being left home alone. And what happens when a really cool song comes on? And oh I, my gosh, I love it I dancing around the kitchen, acting crazy. I think it was whip it. I think it was whip it. Oh, I love it. And yeah. I was dancing dancing. Yeah. <laughs> And it says something along the lines, you know, like, you know, this is what happens to grandma and grandpas when you leave them home alone. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I love that. So let me just dive right in from dancing. I want to know how you feel that dancing has changed your, not changed your life, but how has dancing, you found dancing um, affecting or impacting what you're doing now in your life?
2: Mm. Oh, so much. It was really the I feel like it was the seeds that were being planted because mm-hmm. dancing was a way for me to share like my deepest emotions. Mm-hmm. Especially because I really leaned into contemporary later right. on. And that is really what I do. I mean, that's all I do. It's all I do now with my podcast and my speaking and it's like I get to share my soul, but mm-hmm. in a different way now. Where it used to be through dance and now it's through my words and my writing and the work that I do.
1: I love that. I love that. Yeah. And I think that, you know, anything that we do as children, whether we're, you know, a football player, we play instruments, um, you know, whatever it is where we had a job, all of that plays a role in who we are now. And I think that that's just important to ask that question, you know, to make sure that, that we understand that, that, how that bridge happens, you know, how that gap happens. So let's dig into your awakening program. You know, as I think about the audience that I have, you know, listening, and, and of course, we don't know everybody, right? But of the audience that we have listening, everybody has limiting beliefs, and everyone has had, you know, that you know the typical hero story where everything's going great, and we watch it in the movie, and then we have that bottom, right? Whatever that bottom is, and I know in your case, what you're talking to people about is those who have gone through sexual abuse. But if we have a bottom that isn't sexual abuse, yeah. um, but it's a bottom how do we reawaken ourselves? Because it, we, I know that it's holding us back from whatever God has planned for us. We're not listening to that. We're fighting it all the time. So let's talk about how your program awakens people.
2: Yes. Well, so first I want to let everyone know. So I wrote my book, The Hidden Gifts Within the Trauma of Sexual Abuse. That was like the beginning of me really being bold and brave. And it's a, it's a huge community of people that I want to help. Mm-hmm. And also the AWAKEN program is for everybody, whether or not they're survivors. I believe everyone has some sort of trauma. right? Like, our traumas all taste and feel, and they're just different, mm-hmm. but they have the same effects. And what happens is the trauma, whatever occurred for us in our lives really creates this cage around us. And that's really the limiting beliefs you're talking about. Yeah. No matter what we do, the cage is always there. No matter like how we try new tools and it's like, ah, it's still the same cage and we're still getting the same results. And something I'm really like, I love the name of your podcast. because That's something I'm really passionate about. It's like, how do we get results? Mm -hmm. And number one is you have to change in action. That's it. If Mm -hmm. you do a new action, you're going to get a different result. It's just the way it is. And I found as I was healing, I was doing healing work with people. You know, I have five kids. I can only do like four sessions a week. Right. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to impact very many people. And these people who come in and get healing work, they feel so much better, but they go back into their lives and they do the same old actions, which means they're not getting the results that they really could be getting. Yeah. So I created a whole program that teaches people how to do a daily practice of awakening and healing and restoring their chakras, which is like energetic places in their being, which is where we hold our limiting beliefs. We actually hold our belief systems in different parts of our body. And if they can do a practice every day that's going to release it and restore that area, they get different results. And that just pumps me up.
1: Yeah, and it's a recognition of the fact that you do have limiting beliefs. I think that, you know, I just went to a retreat in January and had a major, major breakthrough that I needed, right? And I had been fighting for probably last eight to 12 years. And I realized that I've always known it's there, but I didn't address it. It was just easier to sweep it under the rug and say, eh, it's really not affecting me. I know it's there, but, you know, it's not really affecting me. And it wasn't until I had that major breakthrough that things started changing for me. I mean, and, that, and really, this entire podcast started morphing into the importance of what I felt. You know, I was very tactical as a cage, mm. right? But I realized that I needed to have that mindset adjustment in order to be able to apply the tactical and get the actual, you know, better results. And I wish I had known this years ago when I was in lending because I could have done even better, I feel. Right? right because right. i had these limiting beliefs that hit me so okay so everybody we know everybody has some type of trauma maybe it was a bully right yeah. maybe it's what we i say as small as a bully because way back then bullies weren't online i get right. it right <laughs> it's totally different now but maybe it was a bully maybe it was a mean girl right maybe it was a coach who just took Uh, everything after you and, you know, or maybe it was a family member, you know. I want to make sure that we're including everybody who's listening to understand that we all have these problems. So let's talk about when people are stuck in that pain, what's one of the first actions that we could be taking so that we're not leaving, for me right now in this podcast, Leaving money on the table. I want to make sure that people aren't leaving money on the table because they're stuck in themselves.
2: Yeah. Well, I think that number one, I'm a huge believer of writing. So and and having a morning ritual. So I am such a stand for people taking 10 minutes. I say set your alarm 10 minutes before you normally wake up, get up, and immediately begin to write. And Mm -hmm. there is just magic that happens when we write so close to the level of our subconscious being present. Yeah. We can move through things faster. Writing is just the fastest therapy you could ever get. It's gonna clean it out. It's gonna also allow you to receive inspiration. And it is something you could start today. So that's something I really like to tell people.
1: Yeah, I love that. You know, I know <laughs> I know. If I have one of those sleepless nights, um, if you've ever watched Ellen DeGeneres, she's hilarious. If I have a sleepless night, I do what she talks about, which is she starts creating this song about all the things she wants to remember, right? And so, oh, I love it. and I do acronyms or something, you know, but I'll be sitting there and I'm going, you know, don't forget to send that email, make sure to make a copy of something. So I'm like, email, copy, da, 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 da. And I'm waking myself up as I'm doing that because then I add to my song and I'm like, email, copy, walk the dog. And, oh, I love it. Uh, I know that when I get up, when I finally say, okay, that's it, <laughs> I get up and I'm going to write all these stupid things down on the list, right? <laughs> and I just write, write, write. And now instead of having the four or five things I was creating a song, I'm with the list of 40 some things that need yeah. to get done, right? And it's just all unloading and downloading. And then when I go back to bed, I sleep like a baby, right? <laughs> There's something about the release of just. Data, you know, data I mean, dump is really what it is. Yes, yes. So and if tell people me what that. So we do that, but then what do we do with that list? I mean, with those thoughts, those things, what do we do with those thoughts? And not just the tactical, but just things that are coming out.
2: So I like to call it release and receive. That's what I teach the women. And what it is, is like, you got to release everything that's in the way. Like I like to use the image of a rain gutter like if you were to pour a hose on the rain gutter, it's, it's going to take a while until yeah. the rain gets clear and water's coming through. And that's the same experience. And so if you've got pain, you feel like you've got this limiting belief just like really stuck. If you can sit down and be like, I'm going to write about this and you're going to write around that. Like I'm going to have the topic be around this belief system that's really not working for me. And you're going to write until literally you feel like you've got nothing else to say. You're going to let it all out. And like, this isn't like journals that like, we're going to pass out to our family. Like this is I like, know. burn it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Let, let this be that this is only for your eyes. Like I'm a big writer on my phone and then I delete it afterwards. So like whatever you need to do to clear it out. And then when there's nothing left, you start to just write. And that's where I feel like God speaks to us is in that space, inspiration, insights, answers, they start to show up. But there was no room for them when the mess was still there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was all clouded. Mm-hmm. It was all clouded. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, you have to <laughs> it's sort of like you have to clean the house before the maid service comes. Right. <laughs> right. I love, I love it. it when people do it. I don't have a maid service. Never I, will. I, I wish I had one. <laughs> my house my way. And it's in a therapy for me, but I love when people are running around picking up the house because the cleaning people are coming. Right. (laughs) I think think that's hilarious. But I love it. I love that you, you know, say that, you know, to do that. Okay. So a daily practice. So you were talking about, you know, this would be sort of the getting started, right? And then what about the daily practice? What does
2: the daily practice look like? So it's a bunch of visualization connected with breathing, and intentions with some healing phrases. So it's like I've pulled all the pieces together. I even teach about essential oils. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do we bring in all the senses? And it, there's something so incredibly powerful about intention that we all look over. Like we act like it's not even that important. It's, it's not something that takes a lot of energy. But intention mm-hmm. on healing something is all it takes to actually begin to heal, that's it. So when you add the intention, the breathing, the mantras, the visualization, you've got, it's a 10 minute practice. So it's something everybody can do. And Mm -hmm. it's really focused on one space of the body each day. So it's like, if you're having lower back pain, you would work in your root chakra. And I have many students who literally have healed chronic lower back pain just by doing their practice. Wow and it's in their hands. So that's what I love is it's like they're empowered to do their own healing. They're getting results from their own healing work, not because anybody else is doing it. So I think that's it's all just really beautiful.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I, I want to dig a little deeper in that because I think, you know, someone's listening and they're saying, uh, "Okay, yeah, the whole meditation thing, everybody's into the meditation thing and I'm not in the meditation thing." You know, there's so much data about it now. And I have to be honest, I'm not Meditating, I pray, mm-hmm. I do the Miracle Morning, which is an acronym for savers. I do that, but I don't. I don't like meditate, and I, I don't do yoga. I kind of giggle during yoga, yeah. <laughs> so it's just my personality, you know. I right. I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather just play a game or ju- run around and jump or something. But oh. but there's so much advancement in this that. It's really important for those that are listening today who are in lending and real estate specifically or an entrepreneur who's just knee deep in the daily activities of surviving and creating, you know, a business that thrives, right? And this is so important and I you know I've said this before too is to s- slow down to speed up yes. instead of speeding up to slow down. And what we'll do is we'll spend our entire lives Sacrificing our health, and I mean this in physical, emotional, mental, everything, Mm -hmm. sacrifice our health to create wealth.
2: Yes. And
1: later, when we're done with all the, you know, the trying to make the money and, you know, be successful and all of that, we then sacrifice that wealth to maintain our health. Mm. Right? And so that's why I think it's really important these days. And it's going to get worse because we have so much noise coming at every angle from us, it's so important to do to take the time to smell the roses, so to speak. And so I want to dig a little deeper in the intention, because as you know, uh, and everybody listening, you know, I'm really in alignment with values, right with core values, and identifying and knowing what your core values are. And it allows you to make really good, fast decisions that allow you to be intentional about everything that you do. So for example, and then I want you to, I definitely want you to share, this is not my, you know, my interview with yours, but you know, so my core values and I have, I have more than three, but I live by three. I can, you know, go into, you know, about 10 of them that I'm happy with maybe nine, but the three things I focus on is faith, family, and stability. Those are my core values. Yeah. And so every decision I make about whether I'll be speaking at an event or um, writing anything or going to dinner with friends or you know whatever I do, whatever it is in my business, whether I want to spend money on a, a class or a course, everything is, does this affect my faith
2: mm-hmm.
1: in a negative way or does this allow me to continue to practice my faith? You know, is it going to take too much time from my day and I can't, you know, spend time doing what I like to do? Is it going to affect my family negatively? Is it going to take me away from my family when it's someone's birthday? Is it going to impact my ability to spend time with my family, right? Mm -hmm. And then under stability, I always ask myself the question, is this affecting my stability? So if I'm shopping, I'll galley batting and shopping and I go, oh, I have to have a, a big kayak, right? And it's right. a $600 kayak. Will that hurt or affect my stability, my financial stability, the cohesiveness in my family stability because I spent that money, right? So, will it affect my wealth, my finances, my relationships, my health, anything? And what else would I be sacrificing if I made that decision? So, for me, every decision is based on those three things. Right. Every decision. So when someone says, can you meet tonight at eight instead of tomorrow at two, if that's going to affect my family or it's going to create instability in my life because I have to be out later and then have to get up earlier the next day, I just won't do it. But people don't stop and think about the intentional actions that they're doing.
2: Yes. Oh, that's so powerful. I feel like that's like such a beautiful crust to build your life on. So I really... I'm inspired by that. That's really <laughs> well. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. But I want to know how
1: you use intention. You know how that intentional thought can pull you up from the demise that you feel you have around you in your life at that particular time. Once you have identified and released and pulled those limiting beliefs in front of your face and said, "Okay, now they're here. Yeah. What do I need to do intentionally?"
2: Right. So, in the if we're talking about the awaken practice. I actually have them like breathing in the healing phrases like, um, like, so for example, in the sacral chakra, that's where we hold a lot of our worth. And so one of the healing phrases is, I breathe in and receive, I have immense value. And I breathe out and surrender that I have no value. So you're breathing it in and then you're actually, it's like, you're verbally saying like, I'm surrendering them. And then after you've done that a few times, you've surrendered it then you use the words and the intention and you only breathe in the positive and breathe out the positive. So it's this consistent like putting in and breathing it in. And it's like putting it together is just really powerful. And then I actually have them declare it as so. I have them create gratitudes around it as it is so. So there's just so much happening in this 10 minute window that it's just really powerful. I'm having women just have extraordinary results and I love it. And I personally believe exactly what you're saying, especially for all your listeners, those who are in the lending business, their, their days start so early. They go, I know some people who are like taking calls in the middle of the night. Like it's kind of a crazy business. Yes. yes. <laughs> it is. So, so I haven't talked about this new program that I'm literally going to launch in a month, but it's It's going to be called the sacred space and it's teaching people how to nourish all day long Mm -hmm. with five kids, a podcast programs. I'd run a bunch of different things. If I am not nourishing myself, Mm -hmm. like spiritually, emotionally, mentally, I am so fried. It's like my, my nervous system's on edge and anything can tip me off. The sound yeah. of a water bottle, the sound of right that <laughs> yeah, just anything can literally tip me off. And I've noticed that as I've been doing these three nourishments during the day, in the morning I create this sacred space where I do the awaken practice. Middle of the day, I go back into my sacred space. I do either a meditation or some writing. I go back in at night and complete my day in the sacred space. And holy cow! It's like my nervous system has just been through a massive conditioning and wow. life works better.
1: Yeah, I like that. You know, again, it's, it's taking time to really understand what truly fulfills you in life and then how can I get more of it? Yes. That's it. You know, it's a fix.
2: I want yeah, more of it. Right, <laughs> right. And I don't think it has to be meditation, right? Like my meditations are totally different than most people's. I don't empty my mind. I actually visualize beautiful things like healing and and holding me and keeping me safe. That's what works for me. Emptying my mind doesn't necessarily totally, it's not really what I love to do, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And when I think of anything that fulfills me, you know, that I want more of and I'm nourishing my mind, you know, my body and my soul and everything, it's things like, you know, sitting on my porch in the morning with a cup of tea, even in the summer when it's 90. here (laughs) like it is today, but sitting out in, you know, on the porch in the morning, um, you know, and I'm on 21 acres, so I've got a wraparound porch and I'm just in the middle of nowhere. So it's not like I'm sitting on my porch and cars are driving by or anything. And just listening to life starting, you know, for the day, the chirping here and the, you know, the, the little things that are going on, uh, the cows mooing and a cock crowing, you know, too late after the sun's already come up. Yeah. I don't know what they, I don't know how they do that, but, after the sun's come up, but, you know, listening to those things and I'm just smile every day and it gets my, you know, it gives me that checkup from the neck up. And it could be as small as someone just watching an ant carry a piece of food. I mean, whatever it is for you, and it could be all the way to something massive in your business, you know, winning that big contract, you know, that $5 billion contract, you know, if you're a government contractor, it's just what is it that fulfills you and making sure that you are experiencing it over and over and over so that you can be not off kilter, but straight up ready to take on the world.
2: Yeah. Oh, so much. I think, oh, I love what you do in the morning. First of all, that's my dream. So you're living my dream. <laughs> one day I'm going to have so many acres, no one can even see my house. Yeah. 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 Um, I think what you're saying is just, that's the power. The power is asking yourself, what do I love to do? Like what literally lights up my soul? And then how can I do that one to three times a day to totally nourish my nervous system, my soul, my heart so that I can show up for my work, for my kids, for my husband, for like, I can show up if I'm filled. And that's really, I think what people need to sit with.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so let's, I want to go back to, you know, the healing process of it, because we're talking about how we can improve our day, right? Be intentional, be in a good space all day long. But what about those that are just a mess and they're not telling anybody and they're saying, well, I hear you and that's all fine and dandy, but I can't even get to that first step. I just can't. I'm such a mess. I'm, you know, I'm bitter. I'm angry. I fly off the handle. I'm not eating right. I don't care. I just want to sit in front of the boob tube all the time. I don't even want to engage with people. I don't care about the family. I'm just surviving. What do you have to say for them to help them be inspired to start taking action to change their life?
2: Well, I think sometimes we need. To reach out. I know in my darkest place that I was when I felt like up, my whole life was breaking apart, like I was like, Well, I gotta find some help. Yeah. And I went and I found a the therapist who did rapid eye therapy. I spent lots of time dealing with my stuff. And I think that knowing A, you're not alone, there's a bazillion people who deal with a lot of the same things. I think mm-hmm. that breaks a, it breaks the isolation. Mm-hmm. No, you're not alone and that there are so many people who can really support you and that it's okay to be supported it's like really okay to reach out and ask for help and to get the help that's needed and I mm-hmm. also just man there's something about asking yourself like what do I love mm-hmm. and that's just a question that I think especially women We just have been raised to not go there. It's like give, 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 serve, 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 put yourself last kind of a mentality and to give your space to be like, hey, what is it that I love? And then do that. Mm -hmm. And that is the best way to get out of a hole. If you can lift your vibrations in the space of doing something that just lights up your heart, even if it's for five minutes, it will start to get you out of the mud and get you rolling and taking actions so that you can get much better results. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like that. And, you know, uh, yeah, it's a vulnerability that I think a lot of people have the shell for. And I know I did. I had, you know, the hardest shell around me for years, not just this breakthrough that I had. I mean, we break through many, many times in our lives, right? But the hardest shell that I didn't need any help. I got this. I'm a strong woman. I didn't want to show any weakness. Um, Certainly in the mortgage business, you know, I would I would go and cry because I lost a loan. But in front of them, I'd I'd say, "Okay, I understand. I'm not the right person. That's okay." But you know, I just had that big shell that I didn't need anybody. And it wasn't until I started saying, "I do need
2: people," and
1: I did need people, yeah, right. But I wasn't expressing that. And when I started expressing it and becoming vulnerable. Um, and allowing myself to be, you know, not from a scarcity, but from an abundance place. And it's counterintuitive to me. It still is today. I can't see how abundance is being vulnerable, but it is, and it works. (laughs) And just asking for help, everything, all of my business doubled and tripled. And I was stumbling over business because I was allowing my real personality show which is one of the reasons why this podcast is always just very fluid it's very non-formal because if i try to be formal it's not me
2: yeah.
1: at all and i love that you say that you know and it's important that people start taking action on that and i know i say that a lot but i do think it's important that people you know take the action to get themselves out of that funk because life's just too short you know yeah. you, you just have to you have to be happy and if you're not happy in what you're doing then you have to start like you said take some action to get some different results so i love that so okay you've created a meditation course that we don't have to be there with you in phoenix for mm-hmm. right so tell us about the course that you are going to be offering to the listeners and we'll have a link for it as well so it's
2: it's actually not a course it's, it's, it's a free a thing 5 minute meditation yeah. and It's my favorite meditation I've created because it's about healing the adrenals and the nervous system, which happens when we are running Mm -hmm. a thousand miles an hour. We are like fight and flight mode. Our limbic system and our brain is just firing like crazy, and we can't seem to come back down. Yeah. This meditation is for that. So I just really walk you through how to visualize calming your nervous system bringing you back into your body. And it is, it's beautiful. And it's five minutes. So it's like anybody and everybody can do it. And when it's guided, it's a lot easier than trying to figure out how to meditate on your own. There's just from right. flow to it. And so, yeah, I would love to give that to anyone who wants it. I'll give you the link and they're more than welcome to download that.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll, we'll definitely do that. And then if someone wants to reach out to you and, you know, just get in touch with you and say, I really like what you're doing. And, you know, I'd love to have an, a door open with you. What is the best way for them to connect with you or follow you and see what you're all about?
2: I would love that. I show up every day on Instagram, just my name, Kira They can always DM me there. They can go to my website, kirapolson.com. It has literally every program that I've created on my website. And they can always just email me at contact at kirapolson. So okay. it's, it's very simple. And I always love questions. And I love to support women in awakening their inner gifts.
1: I love that. And now, listen, if you're a guy listening, this is the same for you. So you can walk through these same processes yourself. And, you know, the whole time that we're thinking, I'm thinking, gosh, my husband needs this. He's, he's like, gonna, you know, we've been married for 36 years, but he goes through these periods where, you know, he's calm and then he's just really tense. He's Italian. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mean, that's part of it right there. But he goes through these periods where he's just really, really tense. And, you know, last night he didn't sleep and he slept, I ended up sleeping on the sofa. I woke up this morning. He wasn't in the bed. He was in the, on the sofa. And I said, what's up?" And He said, I just got so much stuff going through my mind. I can't sleep and I can't sleep and he can't unwind. He's really having a hard time unwinding. I, I think that's probably something that a lot of us have a problem with is just unwinding it's not even just starting your day and going forward but also how to decompress that in that day of this constant angst that people are feeling which i'm now feeling in the podcast and i tend to and i know there's a there's a word for it for coaches um, is that you know when i'm coaching someone who has a lot of that angst my my chest gets tight too yeah. yes it's crazy and i'm feeling that right now because i'm thinking about my husband and yeah. they- How he needs this, and then right behind him, I'll be there with him because he just made that happen for me. Right?
2: Uh I think the reason why I speak to women is because it's a six month program, and you get the full course. It's digital, but then it's six months of weekly group coaching calls. So right now, it's just women in those calls. But if there were enough men who wanted to be in it, I would create a separate group for men. I think there's something really powerful about having only women in a space of healing and only men in a space of healing. It gives everyone a little bit more comfort yeah. and safety. So, I mean, if I'm not against it. It's just that so far women are who have been coming forward. And, and I hold these like sacred spaces for them to connect and to be together yeah. and move along. Yes. But for sure, let your husband use it. listen to the meditation. It will oh, be yeah. a beautiful way for him to unwind at night.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that that's what's happening with men, you know, there's a whole movement, you know, with women and empowering women and men are now kind of taking that back seat and not not really sure what where to go. I mean, it's just sort of like jello for them. It's like if I say this, if I do that, if I look that way, I don't know. I mean, they're this, I'm this, should I stand back? And so there's this uncertainty that men are experiencing right now and I think they're just a couple of years maybe behind what women are looking for right now. And so if men can get on that train sooner, then they're going to be much happier as well. And so I I just feel like it's for everybody. I'm more concerned about people that are just running a hundred miles an hour in their business. You know, they thought they were going to be entrepreneurs because someone planted the seed that they were really good at doing something and they became an entrepreneur. And now they're working more hours and they're more stressed and they're more overwhelmed. Than they were having their job, yeah. And it doesn't matter if they're a man or a woman; everyone's experiencing that, you know. And entrepreneurship is up nationally. It will continue to grow. It's it's going to get this way, and so we need to learn how to uh, save our lives. (laughs) We need to learn how to save our lives so that we're not dying young.
2: Oh, and and that's why I'm creating this new membership site. Like it's going to be so affordable so that anybody can join. And the whole purpose is teaching people how to save their lives, like how to nourish their nervous systems in a life that is just a hundred miles an hour all the way till midnight. Like everybody's living on full throttle all the time and nobody's recharging. Like our phones can't even do that. We have to recharge my phone like four times a day, yeah. you know? Because I'm always doing business and work and it just, boom, it has to be recharged four times a day. And yet we think that for some reason,
1: we don't need it.
2: We have to, right? Right. Like, Isn't that crazy? Important.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and of course, that's the whole premise of my coaching, too, is about the lifestyle. So I absolutely love that. I love it. Well, it's, it's been wonderful spending time with you today. And I always leave, leave everybody asking a question, and you can, you can answer one of two ways. One is either a book that you're reading right now that you'd like to share with us the name of that book and why it's important to you, or a quote that you love.
2: Okay, I'm going to tell you my book. So I've always got like six books that I'm reading. This book right now, I just have it right here. It's called The The Secret. Yeah, it's it's part of, yeah. It's part of The Secret, but it's only based on gratitude. So it's the most in-depth program I've ever read on gratitude. And I'm not going to lie, it has changed my life. Like the gratitude practices that I'm doing, I have never felt so deeply happy. I'm now teaching my teenagers, this is our first week on how to implement some of these gratitude practices. Right. I've felt their energy shift. I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful book. It's awesome. Easy so read.
1: yeah, so that book, for those of you that are listening, because I know you held it up, is called The Magic, right? And it's part of the secret series of books. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing that. And thank you again for being here today and sharing this with us. I hope that everyone understands how important this is in making sure that you're healthy all the way around. You know, if you want your business to be healthy, you've got to be healthy too. And I really appreciate the gift that you've given us. I can't wait to download. Actually, because we're recording and we're not releasing, I get to download it today. (laughs) So I'm all about taking action. So that's what I'm going to be doing. So listen, everybody, a couple things. One start writing, right? We talk about, you know, what what we're going to do to get results. Start writing, start dumping things out. And then once that's clear, you know, going back in and bringing new things in, you know, new thought patterns in to help you get over the hump or whatever you want to call it, you know, breakthrough, the breakthrough that you have, as Kira has suggested, is doing the writing every day, right? And then you know, be sure to download her her five-minute meditation so that you can do that a couple times a day and see if it just makes a difference in your life. You know, it, it doesn't cost anything to try it and you never know. It could be that just being in a different mindset becomes an attraction magnet for you and your business. So be aware of that. Don't just do it and then not recognize that that's where it came from. So I think that's really wonderful. And be sure to Click on all the links that she has, connect with her and follow her. And if you have any opportunities for someone like Kira to come and speak at your organization or your company or a conference that you know of, please be sure to keep her information close by so that you can refer her and help her grow her business as well. So thank you again, Kira, for being here today. I always learn. Thank you for teaching me. It was a pleasure.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was so wonderful. I so appreciate your time.
1: Thank you. Okay, so we'll see you next time on Stop Talking. Take some action and get some results.
0: You've been listening to Success to Significance with Jen DuPlessis, the number one podcast for people wanting to give more value and make an impact. Loved this episode? Be sure to subscribe right now at www.jenduplesis.com slash s2s for more stories, strategies,